when you make a goal and you start it and you accomplish it, you never know where that goal will take you. I mean, when I set out to lose 40 pounds and get in shape, never did I think it would take me to the Grand Canyon or backpacking and hiking in the winter and hiking overnight and really thinking about what other trails can I do? How else can I challenge myself? What else can I do? And that's like, it's so amazing. Like, you know, you just, what new things can I do to live a great story? Welcome back to the Live a Great Story podcast, a weekly show focused on inspiring you to live your own great story. Each episode touches on universal themes ranging from crazy adventures to overcoming adversity, making a positive impact, changing your life's course, and more important lessons that will help inspire your journey. I'm Zach Horvath, founder of Live a Great Story, and since 2014, I've been on a mission of inspiring and connecting people through stories. What started with some spray-painted street art has now grown into a worldwide movement. We are all on our own journey. No matter where we came from, what language we speak, the color of our skin, or anything that seemingly makes us different, in the end, we are all just humans living our own story. And it's up to you to be the hero of your story, which inspires other people to do the same. This podcast is all about inspiring you and your journey. If you resonate with this episode, please share it with someone who needs some inspiration too. And if you want a reminder to keep living your own great story, head to liveagreatstory.com to buy some inspiring apparel or accessories and for more stories from people just like you. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, Cindy? Welcome to the Live a Great Story podcast. Hey, Z. Thanks for having me here today. Yeah, I'm excited to be talking with you today because, well, just this is really cool for me to, uh, you know, all the time I get messages from people about their stories. And so I'm constantly reading stories. And a reason, a big reason I started this podcast was to share stories that come from the Live a Great Story community. And so you recently applied to be an ambassador and you shared your story, which we're going to jump into here in a lot of detail. But as soon as I read that, I was like, I need to talk to Cindy. <laughs> this is like such a cool story. And so I'm just grateful that you said yes to being on the show. Some people are, I'm like, I need to share your story. And then I just, it's like crickets and I don't hear back from people. So I think it can be a little bit intimidating, but I appreciate just you kind of enough. pushing through the fear a little bit and being on your first podcast. So thanks yep. for being here. Yep. It's my first one. I'm a little excited, a little nervous, but happy to be here because it's part of living a great story. Yeah. Thank you. So I guess you sent me an amazing overview of your story. So when I asked to kind of dive a little bit deeper into it, you sent me about two pages of your story and I was reading it just a couple of days ago again. And I was just so excited. I was telling my girlfriend all about it. And and so I just really love it. And I would love for you to give us a quick rundown of kind of how you started hiking and your goal, your accomplishment. Uh, I won't give that away. I'll let you share okay. that. And then uh, I guess just um, we'll kind of chat about how Live a Great Story weaves into it and uh, what you've been doing since your pretty awesome accomplishment. So a couple of years ago, we, I 
I'm a mom. I have four kids. I'm now an empty nester once again. Um, but a couple of years ago, my daughter decided to go to school in Utah and we're in Michigan. So we planned on taking her to school. But along the way, we were going to do a road trip, stop at Rocky Mountain National Park, stop at Canyonland, Zion National Park. And um, along the way, our first stop was at Rocky Mountain. It was beautiful. I've never been there before. It was amazing truly one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. And the three of us went hiking. And now we were at a little bit of elevation, but I was in heaven. I was just loving it. I found like, oh my gosh, like this is where I want to be. I want to be in the mountains. I want to be hiking. But it was a little bit of a struggle for me. I was overweight and out of shape, which I already knew I was. And I was struggling. I was struggling on the trail. And there were people older than me, passing me, not even breathing hard, right? And here I am stopping along the way. So it was a little bit of a struggle for me, but I knew I can still picture where I was on the trail in the mountains, pausing because I was out of breath and realizing like, this is where I want to be. Like, this is what I want to be doing, especially now because my youngest was going away to school. I'd have more time. I've been a stay-at-home mom, taking care of my kids. And like, all of a sudden, now I'm going to have this freedom of time that I didn't have before. And I knew right then and there, like, this is what I want to be doing. Like, I want to be in the mountains. I want to be hiking. I want to be hiking anywhere I can. But it was a struggle. And uh, as I told you in my notes, it was kind of an epiphany for me. It was, okay, here's my reason. Here's another reason to push me to do what I needed to do. So I came home made some changes in my life. I uh, changed how I was eating. I started exercising. I started walking, losing weight, and um, went from walking at a track at a local high school to saying, okay, this isn't enough. I started walking at a park near me that had trails and found that I, I, I really did just love it and um, kept going and kept going. And it took me 295 days to reach my weight loss goal. Now, if you had told me in the beginning it was going to take that long, I don't know. Maybe I would have felt defeated up front, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter, right? Like this every day was in my mind. I want to be healthier. I want to be strong. I want to age healthy. And I want to be able to hike. I want to be able to go back to Rocky Mountain and Zion and all these beautiful places. So I did it, like I said, 295 days later. And here's what I learned along the way, and I think people forget about, is when you set a goal, you take small steps to get there. And along the way, those small steps help you build confidence in yourself, help believe, build belief that you can reach a goal, help give you momentum. And that's really kind of how I got there is, you know, I started working out, I started getting stronger, I started hiking more, you know, going from three or four miles to five miles to 10 miles. And just really building a belief. And then once I reached that goal, and it took as long as I did, here's a part I didn't know would happen. As one, yeah, I would get healthy. I'd be where I wanted to be. But here's what I didn't know. Once you reach a really big goal, it gives you so much more confidence in yourself, so much more belief in your abilities. And then it's like, okay, well, if I can do this and this was hard, what else can I do? You know, what, what's next? Because once you reach a goal, I, I learned too that like, okay, now I need another one, right? Like what's next? So I follow you on Facebook. I have a lot of your stuff. I've, you know, been using, I don't know, it's been years since I've been buying your stuff. And um, 
I was on your Live a Great Story squad page and uh, was just reading it and the different people's adventures and the way they're living a great story. And I saw a post by a woman named Heather Ray, hope I'm pronouncing it right, Vidi. And she wrote a post about how she went to the Grand Canyon and did a rim to rim of the Grand Canyon. Now, for people who don't know, a rim to rim of the Grand Canyon is you start at either the north side or the south side. You hike down into the canyon, across, and back up the other side. It's about 24 miles. And if you start on the north side, you're at like 8,500 feet of elevation. You drop down into the canyon, and you got to go up to about 6,500 feet of elevation again. And Heather just did this. I had never heard of it. I had no aspirations for doing something this big. You know, never dreamed I would ever do something like this. I saw her post, and man... It's just like, I don't know. It set off a fire in me and an excitement and it's just a crazy idea. Just a crazy idea. Never did I think when I started working on a goal that it would lead me to such a crazy goal after that. But I was kind of afraid to tell anybody, right? Like, how do you... Who would have thought, right? Like, that I would do this. Um, At the time, I was 56 and... Like, just didn't see that in my future, but I was excited and I knew in my gut, like, this is something I have to do. So um, I told, I didn't, I didn't tell anybody for a little while. And then I told one of my best friends, Amy, about it. And instead of looking at me like I was nuts or like, really, do you think you can do that? She was excited for me. She was instantly excited, instantly believed in me and told me I should do it. So I waited a few more days and then I told my husband and I even told him, I go, I have this crazy idea. I have this thing I want to do. And I think he thought I was a little nuts as well, but supported me in it. And so uh, thanks to Heather, I, I learned a little bit more about it, or I learned a lot more about it. And I said, this was in the fall of 2020. And I said, okay, I'll do it in fall of 2022, figuring I needed a lot of time to train, right? Because it's not an easy hike. Let me tell you, it's not an easy hike. Um, started training, started learning, started reading a lot about how to do it from other Facebook groups, what you need to know, how, you know, how to train everything. And um, I decided to do it in 2021. So started training, started learning, asked my son, tried to find someone to do it with me because I didn't necessarily want to do it by myself and logistically and trying to figure out how to go. A lot of people do it overnight. And we said, all right, we're going to do it in a day because of logistics. So my son, he was 21 at the time, great shape. He, he, he was an athlete all his life, uh, you know, in really good shape. And he's like, yeah, mom, I'll do it. So um, we did. We did. October of 2021. It was amazing. The Grand Canyon is a beautiful, beautiful place. And a lot of people say, yeah, it's just a canyon, right? It's just a hole in the ground. But you got to go. You got to go see it. It's truly beautiful place. And... So we, we made the plans. My husband flew out with us. He was our driver. We started at the North Rim. He dropped us off and then met us at the other side. Our goal was 12 hours to try to do this because I can do, you know, I, when I hike, I'm doing a pretty good pace, but that would be like two miles an hour, which seems kind of slow. But we started off in the dark. It was beautiful. It was a little cold. We started off, it was 28 degrees um, in October and... 
It was a perfect weather day. Other than we were cold in the beginning, the canyon was warm. It wasn't hot. People don't like to do it in the summer because it's so hot. And there's a section called the box that just radiates heat and can get into the hundred and teens. We had perfect, perfect weather and took us 13 hours. I will tell you, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. Hardest thing ever. The last three miles are truly, truly hard. But here's what I knew going in. I knew that it was going to be hard. I didn't know how hard. Um, <laughs> but I never had a doubt in my mind that I wouldn't finish. Like I always, that like that never even entered into my mind. Because I think it's like you just have to have that mindset that when you're you're going to go do something, you can't think about the doubts. You can't think about how nervous you might be or how scary it might be like today. Didn't think about that. But you you just have to know you got to do it and however long it takes. And, you know, we were over our goal by an hour, 13 hours. The only thing I didn't want to do was finish in the dark. And we did just because I wanted to see what it was like. But. It was amazing. So one part funny. So my son and I both got your live a great story tattoos, put them on our biceps and uh, hiking along the way. You meet lots of great people, a lot of nice people. I had my live a great story flag and you know, I had all my good stuff with me. And um, we met up with two ladies and we're talking with them and they're like, oh, we love your tattoos. Those are so awesome. And we're and she goes, that's so cool. You got matching tattoos. I'm like, yeah, they're temporaries. <laughs> And they were tatted up. So it was kind of funny, you know, that here we are. But um, it was a beautiful experience. And I remember at one point saying to my son as we're walking, and he kind of set the pace, which was good because his pace was better than mine. I said, Ian, I would describe this as grueling. <laughs> and it was, but it was, it was beautiful. I was so sore for three or four days afterwards. I mean, I just like, even that night I fell asleep and I rolled over in bed. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so sore. But it was awesome. And I knew as soon as I was done, I wanted to do it again. Wow. That's seriously so cool. I mean, there's so many elements of this that like really excite me and are interesting to me. And so, I, but I just, first of all, I just want to say like, congratulations for like having that realization that you're like, something needs to change. So going back with your daughter and hiking, you're like, this is not right. And then deciding to do something and then sticking to it for the 295 days or whatever you said, like way longer than you thought. And then getting to that point and then having like another realization and being like, oh, like this is like a light my soul on fire type of goal. And then Sticking with that and continuing to go and making it happen eventually. I just think there's so many elements of that that are super inspiring. And uh, you could have given up at like, you know, any time and taken it a little bit easier or, you know, decided to change your mind, but you made a decision and stuck with it. So super cool. Congratulations. Um, and then the, just the fact that you did with your son too. My mom and I have a great relationship with my mom and she's super active. And so... We've done some cool hikes. Uh, so I, off the top of my head, we actually went to Machu Picchu together. Uh, oh. So, and we we didn't do like the hike into Machu Picchu, but behind Machu Picchu, when you look at the iconic photo, there's something called Wana Picchu, and it's just the peak above Machu Picchu, so you can hike all the way up. And it's like 
a thousand feet or something like it's like and it's just these big boulders and so my mom and I did that so she would definitely <laughs> uh, that's awesome yeah so the fact that you and your son did that too there's so many cool parts here I think you know going back to that initial hike with your daughter and and realizing that and then you had that experience and then you decided to keep going like did you have any obstacles there like did, did at any point were you like I don't know, I want to slack a little bit or did you have a routine? You're like, this is how I want to do it. Like the cooking background and you like, you got on your diet, which is such a big part of it. Did you have just kind of like prior experience with a lot of that? You're like, I kind of know what to do here. Like I know how to get back into shape or did you have to like learn how to do that? And I think I had to learn mostly all over again. I think because most of us, we know how to eat right. It's just a choice of, are we doing it right? Like, okay, we know that bag of chips is not as good for us as that piece of fruit. Like, what are we going to eat, right? Um, Because the chips taste so good. But I think I learned, and what I knew in the beginning was, I wanted to do something that was sustainable, that I could do and I could live with. I didn't want to try a diet. I didn't want to try a special program. I didn't want to try a special pill or a special formula because I wanted to do something that was like a lifestyle change for me, that this is how I could live, right? Um, So I actually used my fitness pal and counted my calories, but I did it in a way that like I, I didn't starve myself. I still ate really good food. It just changed what food I ate and I continue to do so. Like, I feel like I'm just... I've learned so much about how food really does make us healthier or how food doesn't make us healthy and really trying to change that and learn more like, okay, so tart cherry juice is an anti-inflammatory. Okay. If I can't take too much Motrin, I can drink tart cherry juice, right? Like it's just a learning process. And, um, I started working out at home. It was right when COVID was hitting and I had some, uh, weights and stuff in my basement. So I started doing that. I mean, okay, who doesn't know how to do a bicep curl, right? Like there's basic stuff that I could do. And then I went on the internet and like, okay, so I want to work my arms or my upper body, what are exercises? And as I said, my son uh, has been working out since he was in eighth grade. And I said, okay, Ian, show me some stuff I can do. Like if I want to work this. So he was really good at helping me and supporting me. I like to walk. I started walking. I started after I got into it for several months, I started working. Actually, I had a trainer um, that helped me with some workout routines and I, I still work with him and he's great. And he just, he'll, he gives me great stuff to do. But what I love about him, his name is Chaz. He really challenges me and he has given me workouts that push me farther than I think I can go. And it's not overdoing it, but it's just like, I guess he sees in me what I don't see in myself yet. And I really appreciate that because sometimes that's what you need. Like you need that mentor. You need that person who's going to pull you forward and pull you along and really get you to push yourself. Right. Sometimes when you don't know, you can. So that's been great. And I love being out on the trails. I love just being out in the woods. I can, I love going by myself. I've got a hiking buddy. I go with her. Did you know that before? Like, did you, like now you, you know, you, you realize you're like, I love this, but were you aware of that? Like at any other point in your life, did you spend time in nature or do you think that you kind of found this at that stage? You know, when that one experience, you're like, Whoa, this is amazing. I've never been here before. Or you're like, Oh, I've actually been here before. And now I'm back. I don't know. I think I found it as a new thing. I think it really was like, I mean, not, I never hiked before. Like I never did this. Um, wasn't 
something that I was like, oh yeah, I'd love to go to Kensington and go for a walk in the woods, right? Never. It was just really something new. It was so beautiful. And when I was out there, I felt like this is where I'm supposed to be. And not just Rocky Mountain, but just on the trails, in the woods, in the mountains, in the forest, in this these beautiful places. I just love it out there. It's, it's something it's, special getting out to nature and yeah, being in like around all of the types of plants and all of the sounds and, you know, away from technology or telephone wires or you know, anything that you just like, there's, there's something about it that is so healing and energizing and natural. Like it just like feels so right. And so uh, that's cool that you found it. And then that it connected with you and, and like made such an impact that you like had to keep going back to it. And I think sometimes it's it. like, it's, I, I, I known for a long time, like that I needed to get in better shape. And I know, I knew that I wanted to age healthy and strong. Like I see my mom, my mom struggles with some health issues and arthritis and a bad back. And I didn't want to be that in 20 years. Right. Like I didn't, so that was part of my motivation was to do that. And what can I do to be healthy? And again, what can I do that's sustainable for me? Like I love being in the woods. It's easy to do. You just get out and go walk. Where do you, where do you live again? So I live in Michigan. I live in Southeast Michigan. Nice. You have a lot of great nature and forests up there and probably a lot of water as well. Yep. Not yeah. a lot of elevation. So it does make it kind of difficult when you're trying to train for elevation I would go to the park and literally try to find the most up and down I could do up and down hills. And none of them are big. I mean, I, we have a few thousand foot peaks around us, but that's about it. So a lot of hills, a lot of bleachers. I'd go to the old high school and walk the bleachers. Like that was another, another way to get it. Stairs in my house in the winter. So what did your friends and, and like other people like, because they must have noticed like all of a sudden, you, you know, you're like committed to this journey. So, so like I said, most people probably want to make a health change or they want to start getting healthier. They want to start eating healthier. And, you know, we're coming up on kind of New Year's resolutions. People want to do that, but they don't stick with it. But mm, your family, your friends, you know, people in your community must have started noticing that you're actually making this change what was the response like from from your audience well i think uh, we'll start with like my mom my mom's proud of me right like she doesn't want me to to feel like she does so that's really good and amazed and i think people in some ways are kind of surprised but i think it's it's because in some ways, I think, especially like for women my age, as we age, we kind of expect that things will change and we expect that maybe we'll gain some weight, not be as strong or not be as healthy or not be as fit. We don't have to be right. We don't we don't have to be that we can we can still thrive. And that's how I think when I was at Rocky Mountain and I felt that like, OK, like I love doing this, but if I want to do this, if I really want to do this, I have to feel better, right? Like I have to be healthier. I have to make it so that's not so hard on my body. And so I guess that's what I try to share with people is it's never too late to be healthy. It's never too late to make a change in your life. And it's doable. It's, it, it truly is doable. If I can do it, right? I'm, I'm just Cindy from Michigan. We can do it. And my kids, I hope, I know they're proud of me. And that's pretty cool. And 
I hope that I wish in some ways, like I had done this 20 years ago so that I could have maybe taught my kids a little better as they were growing up to eat better and to, um, you know, really be more active. And they were all pretty active with stuff they were involved in, but really just if I had fed them differently, right. And showed them other ways to eat. But it's like one of my kids said, mom, but you're showing us now. So my one daughter uh, has a goal, has set a goal to um, hike Kilimanjaro in 2024, I think she said. So she threw that out there that she wanted to do it. I'm like, that's awesome. She said, well, if I do, if I do Kilimanjaro in 2024, will you come with me? And if I do that, I will do a rim to rim with you in 2023. So like that, when you ask what are one of my goals for uh, one of my goals now, that's one of my goals is to get my daughter to do the rim to rim with us next year. So we can do Kilimanjaro the next year. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Two epic goals. Wow. Uh, to do it again for you and then to do it for your, with your daughter for the first time and then head over to Africa and do the know, Wouldn't that be there. amazing? Talk about yeah. living a great story, man. Like you said, going to Ma Machu Picchu, that would just be, that'd be awesome. Two guys that... I've recorded podcasts with so far. Um, it was really wild because I had a call with this guy, Jesse, and I was kind of researching him beforehand and looking at his Instagram. And I saw that one year ago, like a couple of days before our podcast, he was in Kilimanjaro and he did Kilimanjaro. I'm like, oh man, that's awesome. Like I didn't realize that he had went there and I was looking at his photos and I saw a comment by this other guy, Mike. And I'm like, no way Mike and Jesse who are totally separate like groups of people met in Kilimanjaro wow. and on the actual mountain and I was having them both on the podcast back to back like I literally hung up with Jesse and got on with Mike I was like bro oh I have gosh. a story for you <laughs> right yeah and uh and so they both did it and so I was I'm actually headed over to Africa. Um, I'm going to be in Kenya probably in, in the fall this year. And I don't know if I'm going to do Kilimanjaro. I'm going with my girlfriend. It's a little bit of an intense one and probably need some training and stuff. Uh, we're both really fit and could probably make it happen. I don't know if it's going to fit into our schedule necessarily, but we're going to be there and pretty close. So it's now come up. You're like the third or fourth person that's brought it up. And I'm like, Here's maybe your I have sign. to do this. Well, that's it too, because what's going to happen if you get there and you're like, oh, we, we, we're here. We should have done this. Maybe this is a sign, right? It keeps coming up to you. And yeah, you could be ready in time. That's 10 months. Yeah, I'm definitely going to talk to her and, and see because we're going to be there. So we might, might as well make it happen. Right. So, yeah, I mean, and I, your shirts. And like, okay, your shirts, everybody loves them, right? Like I wear them all the time and people are always like, oh my gosh, I love your shirt. I love your flag. And you know, I love them too. And then I, when I was, I was back in the Grand Canyon this October and down at Bright Angel Campground, I had my little great story shirt on. And this guy, like I told you, he's like, hey, do you know the guy? And I'm like, yeah, Z, he's in Texas. And he goes, yeah, I used to work with him. And I'm sorry, I didn't get his name. But again, there, here I am in the middle of the Grand Canyon and some guy knew who you were, like knew you personally. Yeah, really curious who that was. I know you had mentioned that, and I don't specifically remember that, but it will probably come back around. I think that's one of the cool things is that stories like we that. We work together. 
Yeah. Tall, tall guy, hiker. <laughs> That's all I got. Sorry. We'll probably figure it out. Yeah. And I think, I mean, it's, it's also really cool that you were in the Facebook group and that Heather did it and shared about it. And then that post just planted that seed for you. And you're like, you probably had never thought about doing that before. Didn't Ever. even know it existed. And then, you know, you just saw someone accomplish that. And then you're like, wow, like I could do that too. And then you probably shared about it. And maybe you don't even know who saw your content or, you know, your photos or anything. And, you know, just through sharing that and, you know, your accomplishment, you probably inspired other people, which is such a cool idea to think about. Has anybody came up to you and specifically been inspired to like get into shape or start hiking or some sort of other fitness accomplishment? Well, first, let me go back and say about the Facebook post, like, isn't that just amazing? Like, and for me, that post that Heather made, and for all the ways we can beat up social media and all the way it's used for crap, you know, I use it for good, you use it for good, right? Like, Heather's one post, like people don't understand the impact they have on others, right? Like, her post changed my life literally changed my life. It opened my eyes to this really crazy idea that I went and did that was just amazing and difficult and hard and incredible and epic, right? But like planning for that, doing that and accomplishing it changed my life, changed who I am, right? Like just from that one post she shared. And I did thank her. I, you know, I even told her like, went back and let her know she inspired me and that I did this Bob. I'm so glad so, you told her that. <laughs> right? Like that's just, well, like people, we never know the impact we can have on others, right? Like that's so important. So through another Facebook group, I had a lady reach out to me, a Michigan hiking group, and reached out to me. She lives like 10 minutes from me. And we've become fast, good friends. And this has been like, a year and a half we've been friends and um it's been wonderful she's inspired me i've inspired her to do things to go out of our comfort zone to do things like for example like i don't like the winter anymore I, i'm just over it like i don't like the cold i don't like the snow i would love to live somewhere where i don't have snow right but i want to be out there hiking and i don't want to give up my hiking but i didn't want to be out and so last summer carrie my friend carrie and i the Matt, we were hiking together and she's like, you're not going to hike in the winter. I'm like, I don't, I don't like winter. I didn't hike the winter before. Like I gave it up while it was cold. She's like, come on, let's try it. I'm like, okay. So the first time we went out, we went to a local park around here, dressed all warm, right? Like I got all the gear. I got my spikes. I got everything I need. We're out hiking. And all of a sudden there's this horrible snow squall. <laughs> Like all of a sudden we're in a whiteout. The snow is like all over us and we're covered. It lasted like 10 minutes. And I'm just laughing. I'm like, this is God's way of saying, ha, 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 I got you out here. So, you know, she got me out. She got me to learn to love winter hiking. We did a couple hikes last winter on the North Country Trail, which is the longest continuous hiking trail in the United States. And part of it goes through Michigan. And so we went out on like a, a 10 degree day and hiked, I don't know, 11 or 13 miles in the snow. So she inspires me. Um, she got me out hiking in the winter, which I'm so happy because 
you can be warm and enjoy being out in the snow in the cold. And then she, you know, so I've inspired her to want to get in better shape and to hike more often and to eat better because that's something she's wanted to work on. Like me, us older women, we gain weight and she's trying to lose. So I help her with that. Um, But also she asked me last summer, one one of the times we were out, she's like, would you ever backpack? And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, you know, like backpack, like go hike and camp in a tent overnight on the trail. I'm like, I, I am not interested in that at all. About as much as I was interested in winter hiking, right? Okay, this summer we went backpacking and we camped overnight in the woods. And that is like the first time we did it, really one of the best things I've ever done. So you never know, like always be open, right? Always be open to how you can live a great story because you never know. And you never know where your inspiration might come from. Or who I might love just that. plant that. Somebody's going to plant a seed, right? But here's what, here's what I guess people should know, too. When you make a goal and you start it and you accomplish it, you never know where that goal will take you. I mean, when I set out to lose 40 pounds and get in shape, never did I think it would take me to the Grand Canyon or backpacking and hiking in the winter and hiking overnight and really thinking about what other trails can I do? How else can I challenge myself? What else can I do? And that's like... It's so amazing. Like, you know, you just, what new things can I do to live a great story? Little thing that opened up that you never knew you would ever do or ever consider or ever think you had the ability to do. That's so cool that you, yeah, I mean, it it progresses. So you try one thing and I would never do that. I would never try this. (laughs) And then you try it and you're like, oh, that was kind of cool. And, but I would never go in the snow. Like, and then you try the snow and I would never go backpacking. <laughs> you go backpacking and just there's something to be said for giving something a shot. And you don't ever know what's going to happen, but trying it out and giving it, a, giving it an effort and being open to the outcome. And you never know where it's going to turn out. That's cool that you went backpacking and actually like did the the full camping and did the overnight because I think there's also something to that and being out in nature. I, I like to go camping and have camps kind of all over and I love going to sleep and then waking up in nature and just being out there. And if you can have like, you know, I always go, let's say Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday. And every time I go here in Texas, I'm always like, y'all, we got to get out there on Friday night. Like people are like, can we come Saturday morning? I'm like, no, 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 no. no. Get out there on Friday night because then you can stay a full day, sunrise to sunset and be in nature and you don't have to worry about arriving. You don't have to worry about putting up your tent. You don't have to worry about, you can just be there. You don't have to touch your phone. No one's trying to get a hold of you. Just be in nature and that full like 24 hour cycle of being out there definitely does something for the soul. And it's really freeing to hike and to backpack and to have everything you need on your back. Literally, like everything you need for the next two days, you're carrying on your back. Like there is something so freeing about that. And our first overnight we did was on the Manistee River Loop Trail here in Michigan. And it was about 20 miles and we did it overnight. No running water, no bathrooms, not even a pit toilet. No garbage. You know, we filtered river water. Um, 
carried all our garbage. Our backpacks looked hilarious on the last day, all our garbage on the outside and bags. And, uh, you know, she used a bear can. I used a bear bag. Uh, bear raccoons like bear bags. Um, so I learned a lesson there. But, you know, it's just so cool. Like, who would like I said, I never would have figured I would have done that. And I loved it, loved it, loved it. It's just fun. It's, you know, but people look at me like I'm crazy. Wait, there's no bathrooms. There's no running water. No. How does your husband feel about this? Does, are you going to get him out there? Um, he is very supportive. I would love to go do a solo hike, backpacking hike. Um, he's really nervous about that. So we're working on that. Um, I did a hike up north a couple of weeks ago by myself. I did a 20 mile hike in a day, but I took my GPS and I had bear spray because sometimes there's bears. And so I felt like I was well protected and kept in contact with them. But, um, I think he would hike more. He's got bad knees, so he doesn't love it. But I, I even liked camping so much that I'm like, all right, what if we just get a tent like like you and go camp for the weekend, right? Like we don't have to do long hikes, but like I would love to just go camp. I haven't camped in a tent since I was a little kid. So it was, yeah, I would. it's fun. It's a lot of fun. That's awesome. This has been so cool. I, I'm, I'm like, I love hearing about all this. And I think there's, like I said, the parent-child connection is something that comes up a lot, especially in Live a Great Story. It's really cool that, you know, I'm 32, so transitioning out of my 30s and now like kind of on the front end of starting my own family. And then obviously my parents and, and how, you know, I've been inspired by them and then just other adults as well and kind of the generational impact that can happen with through storytelling, I think is something that's really exciting to me. And as you know, in the in the last couple of years of Live a Great Story has just started emerging more and more and more. And it's something that is really, I think one of the coolest parts to me is that, you know, any you can live a great story at any age and you can inspire someone else at any age. So yes. If you're 50, you don't have to only inspire 50 year olds. You can inspire younger people or older people. And then also at 25, you can be inspired by older people or you can also inspire older people. And so it's this kind of cross generational inspiration that can happen through storytelling. And so listening to your story and, you know, I, you know, you inspiring your kids and having that impact on them and your daughter to go do the hike coming up or having your son join you on that first adventure, I just think is, is so cool. And, just that really is is awesome to me. Yeah, I mean, even I, um, my mom, she's eighty, and last fall, I took her out west. She always wanted to go out west, and um, so we did a road trip. Me and my eighty-year-old mom, it was awesome, and um, got a couple of your Live a Great Story shirts for her, and because she really wanted those, and it's you just right, like you never know. There's so many ways to to truly live a great story. And especially, like you said, generationally, like, you know, traveling with your mom or me going with my kids and taking my mom. That's just, sometimes we lose sight of how important that is, you know, but it truly is. Uh, yesterday I went to, so some University of Texas students reached out to me and they're like, hey, we want to do like a computer science type school project on live a great story and so i was like yeah that's, that's awesome let's like use your classes resources to learn more about you know um 
the Live a Great Story community because I, uh, and so what we decided was I gave them all of the ambassador applications. So everybody filled out, you know, what does Live a Great Story mean to you and how are you living a great story? And so I, and their age and their location and social media and other things like that. And so they took all that data and they poured it into their, you know, science, computer science technology and they gave me back some really cool data points and some insights into Live a Great Story and our community. And so um, this theme of, well, actually one of the coolest, I need to like figure out exactly the wording here because I I wasn't sure. I was trying to explain it to my girlfriend. I was like, I don't know how to say this because I just watched the presentation. And then, uh, but they were like, what I essentially figured out is that the Live a Great Story community is not selfish. Uh, so whatever the opposite of selfish is altruistic or impact driven or, you know, out outwardly, not inwardly inspired, like impactful, but like outwardly. And they want to make a difference out there. I was like, wow, it's like so cool that through all of these applications, you can do that. Um, we found out that that's like the general goal or, you know, disposition for the live a great story community. But then they also figured out like the, the different age pockets of, of people. And so I was like, wow, it's so cool that like at even at different ages, like live a great story wants to inspire other people and to be, you know, have an impact out in the world, um, no matter what stage of life they're in. And really that's, um, I, that's huge, right? Like, look at, like you started this brand and you started this business, but the impact and how it really brings people together or inspires them, right? It's, um, that's huge. That's really powerful. It's very wild. (laughs) Isn't it? (laughs) So like, yeah, that's, that's just amazing. And I think probably one of the things I, like you were kind of talking about generationally, how we can inspire other people or other people of other ages inspire us is that is so true. And while my, my passion may be hiking, and that might be a way that I really find one way to live a great story and go out and do things that I love and share with other people. But I guess I would want people to know, like, go out and find your passion, go out and find what your hiking is, go out and find something that you love, that you do, that helps you out in whatever way. Like you said, like, I love being out on the trails. It's serene, it's peaceful, it's healthy. It's just, it's my thing that I love to do. But what is the thing that you love to do? Go find it, right? You may not even know yet what it is, but be open to it because you never know where it might lead you. And then how can you use those things to help others? Really? Because that's that's the goal. Like, and I think I told you in my bio, like that's always been my purpose in life is how do I help others? How do I support others? And if I can do that by inspiring people by showing that you can do things at any age, and um, you can always reach new goals, and you can always be healthy and do other things like then okay, great. And like, I've, I've met my mission, right? But don't be afraid to go out and find what your hiking is. That's amazing. That's really great advice, because it really is different for everybody. And for you, it's hiking and for anybody, it's something totally different, but we each have something like that or a couple things like that that really can be such an important cornerstone of our life and that can help us tap into ourselves and better understand ourselves. So you got to keep looking. If people haven't found it yet, you got to keep searching. 
Right. And make that impact. Just like we said, you know, Heather made that post that I found that had such a huge impact on my life. And how can we do that for others? Right. There's so much negativity out there in our country right now and in the world and people not getting along and divisiveness. And it's like, okay, well, how can we counter that? Right. Like, how can we put the opposite out there? And, uh, you know, they're living a great story and sharing it with others. Definitely. So. What does living a great story mean to you? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, gosh, that's a good one. Okay, uh, first, focusing on my blessings, right? Like um, having gra- coming from a place of gratitude. I am blessed with a wonderful husband. I'm blessed with great kids. I've got great friend groups. You know, I was blessed to be a stay-at-home mom. That was really impactful on, in me because... One thing I wanted to do, funny people might laugh, but my one goal um, when I had wanted to have kids was to be the best mom I could be, right? Like I knew I was going to mess up. I know I'm going to make mistakes. And I always laugh and I say, uh, my goal as a mom was to leave my kids with the least amount of need for therapy possible. <laughs> so living a great story means, you know, impacting the lives. How can I impact the lives of my kids? How can I help them? live their best life? How can I help them live a great story, right? And that started 28 years ago. Taking care of myself, that's living a great story, right? Like taking care of my physical health, taking care of my mental health, taking care of um, making sure I'm, I'm taking good care of my body so that I can be around for a long time. I'm, I don't have any grandkids yet. I can't wait to have some grandkids eventually. My kids are still young, but um, you know, I want to be around and be healthy for them. How can I help others? How can I support other people. That's living a great story. You know, how can I go out and enjoy myself, right? Like I'm an empty nester. This is a great time. I've heard women get lonely or I'm so sad. My kids are gone. Yeah. It's kind of sad when they're gone, but damn, I'm having a great time with my kids out of the house, right? They've been in and out for the last couple of years, back and forth for different reasons, but like, it's been an awesome time. It's a new chapter. It's exciting. Like, what can I go do? I want to go live a great story for gosh sakes, right? Like, how can I do that? Love it. Well, this has been awesome, Cindy. I appreciate you saying yes to coming on the show and sharing your story. This is, I think this is one of my favorites so far. So I'm really grateful that you, you know, said yes and came to share more. No doubt that people are going to listen to this and they're going to watch these videos and see that uh, what you've done and what you've accomplished and the changes that you've made and they will be inspired to do the same. So Hopefully people will reach out to you and tell you that you made this impact and we can keep that inspirational uh, ripple effect going. And uh, if anybody is inspired to do something by this, let me know and I'll definitely forward this to Cindy on the flip side. Um, But yeah, I just appreciate you and being a part of the Live a Great Story community and uh, excited to connect and to keep staying in touch and to see your future adventures back to the Grand Canyon and eventually Kilimanjaro. And I got to say, thank you. Like one, I love your stuff. I, I, I just love it. It's a simple message that really has a great impact. And okay, and you and I got to say, Z did not ask me to do a plug, but I'm gonna do it anyways. I love your stuff. Great quality. And you have great customer service. Okay, so I'm sitting at my desk and on the wall in front of me, I have a note that you wrote to me last year, I ordered shirts for me and my mom to go on our road trip, right? Like she wanted an inspirational shirt. And the shirt we got was the wrong size. And I'm like, I, I contacted you. I'm like, is there any way you can get this work going? 
you sent like you sent that shirt out right away. I got it, and you wrote this nice note. So it's not like just some big conglomerate that is an anonymous business. It's you, and like you just have great customer service, and you really care about your products and your people who buy them. So that's why I love supporting your business because it's not you know it's not some big company. It's just some guy working out of his house who started this great little story and. I just hope it continues to grow and grow because you're inspiring lots of people and it's making a difference in the world. So thanks for that. Oh, thank you so much. That I remember that time that you were going on that trip in the wrong shirt and everything. And that's so cool. So I, pre- I really appreciate that. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, this has been great. Thanks. Thanks.